This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 3-1 pitch, swing and a drive. Deep to right field, way up there, way out of here. Goodbye baseball. Eight strikeout for the King tonight and make it... 23 consecutive scoreless innings for Three called on the outside corner, and there it is. It's time for the Seattle Mariners baseball podcast. Kyle Seager, that just happened. Thank you very much. Now, here's your host, Gary Hill. All right, welcome back. Seattle Mariners baseball podcast. Gary Hill here. Thanks for being here once again. A bit of a warning right off the bat. This first portion of the podcast is going to be a little shorter than normal under a bit of a time crunch right now. But uh, there is great things to come in this podcast, as usual, on a Monday. Bullpen banter is going to be here. Kyle Seeger is the guest. Also, the week that was featuring the greatest comeback in Mariners history. Also, Greg Greed will be here as the Mariners return home for a long homestand. Seven-gamer, although it's not going to be easy, against the Cleveland Indians in first place and the Texas Rangers in first place. And speaking of the Rangers, a rough weekend for the Mariners. Swept aside in Texas, the Rangers red hot, especially at home. Their offense, they went to work in the first two ball games. The starting pitching had struggled going into Sunday. Starters with an ERA over nine in the previous nine games. The Texas Rangers certainly took advantage of that. They piled up some big numbers. First on Friday night, Texas scoring seven times, beating Taiwan Walker seven to three, beating Taiwan Walker and the Mariners seven to three. Yu Darvish looked excellent. He had his good heater working, his breaking stuff. Mariners scored three runs against him, but not enough. Seven to three, Texas wins game one. Game two, Carnes on the hill. Just did not have his command in that one. And the Rangers, again, uh, able to get to him early. Short start. He was able. Uh, he got bounced. Texas, again, piles up numbers. 10-4. to four. They win game two in the series. Game three of the series, the M's were desperately looking for a quality start, a long start, some innings. And they got it. Hisashi Iwakuma was outstanding in the start yesterday. Here's the windup and the one-two pitch. Swing and a miss by Beltre for strike three, and that's going to retire the side. Seven strikeouts this afternoon for Hisashi Wakumi. He now has retired 12 in a row since Jerickson's Profar's leadoff single in the bottom of the first. What an afternoon for Hisashi Wakuma, and that's it for the Rangers here in the fourth. He was dealing. It was vintage Kuma on the hill. Outstanding in this one. He got some backup, too, from Nelson Cruz. Canoa lead at first. Pitch to Cruz. Swing and a well-hit ball. Into the gap in left center field. Going and going. Goodbye baseball. To the back of the bullpen in left center field. Nelson Cruz, a rocket. A missile out of here to left center. His 13th of the year with Canoa Boyd. And the Mariners have a 2-0 lead here in the top of the fourth inning. What a shot by Cruz. 
Those are the only two runs the Mariners would get, though. They could not muster much against Eric Holland, who was excellent, and then the bullpen took over and finished the deal. Iwakuma goes seven, gives up four hits, three runs, one earned, and that was the issue. He was cruising along, and a couple of defensive miscues in the fifth inning opened the gates for the Rangers. They put three runs on the board, and Texas wins 3-2 to two yesterday, and they sweep aside the M's. So Mariners now three games behind the Texas Rangers for first place in the AL West. We'll try a little revenge coming up this weekend. Texas will be back in for Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Those will be big games. First, though, the Mariners take on Cleveland in four, and Cleveland has been about as hot as they get. In first place in the Central, their offense has been just rolling along. Their pitching has been outstanding, especially the starting staff. Salazar, I think along with Chris Sale, has been the best pitchers, uh, the two best pitchers in the American League so far. And the Mariners will have to face him during the course of this four-game series. So this is not going to be an easy stretch for the Mariners. The good news is getting a little bit more healthy. Marte should be back. I imagine he'll be in the lineup tonight for the Mariners. Edwin Diaz called up over the weekend. That was big news. We'll talk more about that tomorrow. We'll hear from him in the podcast tomorrow. So that should be a fun conversation. Who knows? Maybe we'll see him for the first time tonight. Trevor Bauer will take the hill. Former UCLA Bruin, 3-2 and two with a 4-2-7 ERA. So he gets the start for Cleveland in game one of the series. James Paxton will take his second start of the season. Looks to bounce back after a tough one against the Padres the first time around. So Mariners and Indians tonight, 7-10. First pitch from Safeco Field. The first of four from Safeco Field. Seven-game homestand, Cleveland and Texas. So there you go. Now we're going to hand things over to trainer rick griffin along with kyle seager it's bullpen banter it's bullpen banner time here rick griffin filling in once again for charles furbush we have a special guest today this is the second time i've had this pleasure of doing the show with mr kyle seager did it last year and had a lot of fun so ask him to come back this year because we have some additional questions for him that the listening audience wants to know about um, the first question do you and your brother have a daily bet? Like, do you guys have fantasy baseball between the two of you? And if so, how do you pay off the bets? First off, thanks for having me back on the show. And uh, once again, would not have done it if it was, if it was with Charles. So <laughs> this, is, this is always a pleasure for me. We have a daily bet between the three of us. And um, last night I lost. <laughs> what did your brother do last night? They both actually hit home runs. So oh. I, I got uh, outdone by both of them. So is it is it a monetary bet or is it a chore bet when you get back home? We work out together, so it sometimes turns into like a who has to pay for lunch bet, which turns out I always lose that one as well. Well, you got to make sure that they realize who the older brother is and take advantage of those younger brothers. That's what they're doing, I think. What your mom and dad? What do they do as far as watching? Do they watch the Dodgers? Do they watch the Mariners? Do they just not watch anything and read about it the next day in the paper? What's, the, what's the, their kind of schedule with both of you guys playing in the big leagues now? And then how do they keep track of your middle brother? The main problem they have right now is that all of us are on the West Coast. So, you know, me and uh, me and Corey, you know, being on the West Coast and then Justin being in the California League. So we're all, you know, we're all spread out pretty far from uh, North Carolina. And they have quite the setup, actually. So they have two TVs now in the living room. So they get both games on, on their uh, respective channels. So they're watching... 
both of our games, and then they have Justin's game going on the radio. They, they got a pretty good setup going on. They, they don't have much of a summer life, do they? Their entire summer is spent watching baseball. If it's not watching baseball, it's at a baseball field, or we, we consume a lot of their evenings. You and Mr. Cano, when you guys hit a home run, you do this little rump bump thing uh, <laughs> when you're coming off the field. You know, he's a pretty high-dollar player, as, as you are as well, but do you ever concern yourself that you may injure him when you do the rump bump after a home run? I'm assuming that you're saying my rump is bigger, and I think I'd like to, you know, potentially argue that. That's think that's where it started, where, you know, both of us are um, a little big in that general area, I guess. So we have to, uh, we had to think of something there to, to do. Let's talk a little bit about Mr. Lee. Um, this is the first time any of us have seen him, and it seems like as the season goes on, he's doing more and more and surprising more people. Uh, so far, what have you seen with him, and uh, what excites you about what you're seeing from him? He really has been unbelievable. You know, you, you watched him in spring. You know, you know he was a good player in spring, but you know the the ball comes off his back completely different now. I mean, the sound is different. I mean, he's driving balls so far. He really has been unbelievable. And to be completely honest with you, I don't think I would do the rump bump with him because I'd I'd end up on the ground. <laughs> no, so. if you did it with him, I think you would lose. And the insurance company definitely would collect on something. Yes, for sure. <laughs> uh, when you were growing up, who was your favorite player and why? Derek Jeter was my favorite player for sure. Family grew up a Yankees Yankees fan, so you know, getting to uh, getting to you know watch him and follow him, and you know, that's, that's, I can't think of too many better guys to model yourself after. What is your favorite ballpark to play in? Of course, aside from Safeco Field. Yeah, Safeco really is. I mean, it's a beautiful place up there. It's a beautiful ballpark. You know, the fans are awesome. I really do love it there. Outside of Safeco Fields, I like Ranger Stadium. I like I like it here, the ballpark in Arlington. I like it out here. For for whatever reason, there's a few more hits here than a lot of other places. So yeah, I like it here. When you are over there at third base and the game starts, I always see you go over and shake the umpire's hand or talk to the umpires. Is is that something you do to get an advantage because you know eventually he's going to be behind home plate or you're just being a nice guy you know that's the plan it started out with you know i'm gonna try to get an advantage here you know if i'm nice to them maybe they'll be nice to me it hasn't always worked out that way so yeah most of the time now you're around these guys a lot so you know you kind of get to know them a little bit and you know try to make friendly with them maybe one day it will benefit me though i wouldn't i wouldn't mind that either no it doesn't ever hurt to try to get a little advantage well thank you very much for uh, being my guest again today and uh Look forward to having you on here again because the way Charlie's going, I don't know if we're going to get back pretty soon. We'll just keep doing this show on the road for the rest of the season. That sounds good with me. And now... Greg Green going to break down what is a big homestand. Well, uh, we're going to talk with Greg Green right now about the upcoming homestand, and uh, you know the music is chosen for a reason. Uh, Gigi, it's good to have you. Thanks for carving out a few minutes on your Sunday morning for us. We uh, we chose the music for one reason. That's because you love Katy Perry. Come on, be it is, honest. It is, it is my favorite song. You know, it was asked to me the other day what would be my walk-up song, and that was that was under consideration. I hope I'm, not, af- I'm not afraid someday. to say that. Yeah, a celebrity yeah. softball game. <laughs> well, uh, GG, the Mariners are coming home after this one today. We're going to be home for a week. We've got four games against the Indians, and then taking on these Rangers again, back-to-back weekend series. This time it'll be at home. And uh, you know, break this one down for us, Greg, because uh, we've got. We've got some good stuff coming up, some good stuff for the family, and some good stuff uh, post-game as well coming up on the homestand. Yeah, you know, if the homestand starts off with a family night, great chance to get in the ballpark for a good price. Um, we've got uh, the Grand Slam family package on Wednesday, which is the hot dog, Pepsi, and um, ticket for a low price, and girls' night out. So ticket specials Monday through Thursday. 
and then uh, the big bang, if you will, the fireworks night on Friday. Uh, you know, these are a lot of fun. This is actually the third time we've done a sing-along version where we play kind of your favorite karaoke hits, you know, the ones that uh, you're, you're singing along in the, in the back of the, uh, the restaurant, too. Um, <laughs> so this is, a, uh, this is a great time to come to the ballpark, uh, sing, watch fireworks, and get a ball game, too. It can't be beat. That's Friday night. Uh, Saturday, we're doing a first-of-a-kind beach towel. This is a nice beach towel, big beach towel that looks like a giant K card. Um, that's Saturday night versus the Rangers. And then didn't forget the little ones, Little League Day on Sunday. Uh, really cool pair of Mariner cla- uh, sunglasses for every single kid. So really no reason to come out to the ballpark. Um, just get out here, have some fun, um, cheer on our team. It, you know, crowds have been terrific, and uh, we're expecting a, a big, big crowd this weekend. All right, Gigi, I've got a number of follow-up questions for you. And we're going to start. We're going to start. Do. Yeah, uh, we're going to start with uh, these aren't going to be easy. Okay, these aren't softballs. I'm sitting down. I'm sitting yeah. down now. We're going to start with Sunday, June 12th. Uh, you mentioned Little League Day, and Mariners sunglasses will be given out to all kids 14 and under, thanks to the good folks at Aquafina. Uh, Greg, I'm curious how the wiffle ball giveaway is going because tell me the number again of wiffle balls that the Mariners are giving away uh, to to kids this year. <laughs> 100,000 wiffle balls. We just received our last shipment of 25,000. So we've gone, gone through about 50 to 75,000 wiffle balls distributed amongst the community. So if you're at a park nearby and uh, you see kids tossed around a wiffle ball, you, uh, you have your Seattle Mariners to thank. But, you know, we're, we're working on getting wiffle balls in the kids' hands and getting them to play the game because it is a great game and uh, it's a great way for kids to, you know, to, to make some friends and, and learn a new sport and, uh, and, Stay active and get outside on a beautiful day like today here in Seattle. And Greg, can you paint the picture for us? What does a shipment of twenty-five thousand wiffle balls look like when that rolls up to Seattle? <laughs> it, it fills up the warehouse. <laughs> quite a few they put that in your you're office. Not, yeah, you're not flattening those down at all. They're, uh, they're just <laughs> big, yeah, storage hogs. But uh, you know, it's all worth it. And we we love giving them out. You know, as soon as you give them out to a, a crowd of kids. They start playing with them. You know, that's, that's what it's all about is playing the game and tossing the ball around. You know, we all remember, you know, playing with ball games in our backyard or having a catch with our, our folks, and um, that's, that's what we're trying to do. All right, let's, let's break down this uh, K Beach Town night a little bit more. 15,000 fans, the first 15,000, uh, Saturday, June 11th against the Rangers. Now, you, you made it sound like this is a real deal, honest-to-goodness, high quality. I mean, this is the real thing. This is, and it's, of course, uh, Felix inspired as well, but this is a pretty high quality beach towel we're talking about. Yeah, it's really nice. You know, it's, it's soft, it's big, um, and uh, it's really unique to have a, a K card that size. Um, <laughs> so uh, we, expect a, we expect a different look when Felix gets back and uh, the two people bring their uh, their K beach towels to the uh, King's Court. It should be it should be interesting in there. But um, yeah, that's going to be a great giveaway item and. Uh, I know a lot of fans are looking for it. We have a picture of the moose holding it up. It's almost as big as he is. I know. I'm looking at that right now. It's enormous. Yeah, it's, it's a big. It's, it's, it's legit. And uh, fireworks night on Friday, June 10th, Texas. Again, that'll be game one of that three-game weekend series. And uh, now, will you be partaking in the sing-along, Gigi? Because I know this is. Of course. Okay. Of course, everybody. It's hard not to. You know, <laughs> when you hear some journey go on and, you know, it's it's the evening, end of the evening, and you're ready to sing. Everybody sings. You can't help but sing along. It's pretty cool. You can actually hear all the fans singing along to the songs. You sit in the stands and, you know, listen, and you can hear it over the booms and the, the pops of the fireworks. Everybody everybody partakes. So it's a, it's a really great community event. Everybody participates, and 
and has a great time at the ballpark that night. Uh, and, and Gigi, in our final and minute with you, you, we expect you to be singing too. Well, you obviously, may have to lead it. obviously. Uh, hey, g- girls' night out has become a, a really popular event at Safeco Field, hasn't it? Yeah, it has. It has. It's, uh, we do it a couple times a year. Girls' night out, guys' night out. First girls' night out is Thursday. Um, you know, ticket special, first drink covered. Um, great night to get out to the ballpark on Thursday night uh, as we wrap up the series with Cleveland. Um, fans can go to marriage.com slash girls to get those tickets. Very nice. Greg Green of the Mariners front office, the director of all things cool. Thanks for swinging by on Mariners Magazine, Gigi. And here is the week that was. This is the week that was. A look back on highlights and events of the Mariners past week. On Mariners Magazine. Head swung on, driven deep to right center field. Got a lot of carry. Going back on the track. It is off the top of the fence and gone. A two-run homer for Kyle Singer. The Mariners have taken the lead. The pitch, swing and a high fly ball. Deep left center field. Up into the warning track to the wall. Goodbye baseball. Out to the pen in left center field. And the pitch swung on, fly ball, deep left center field. Jay going back to the one, he tracked to the wall. Goodbye baseball. Seth Smith does it again. His second home run of the afternoon. This one the other way into the pen in left center field. Holy smokes. His sixth home run of the season. He hit number five. A three-run home run in the third. And a solo home run here in the bottom of the fifth. Here's the 0-1 pitch. Swing and a drive deep into the gap. In right center field. Going, going. Goodbye baseball. Home run number five on the afternoon for the Mariners today against San Diego. It's number six on the year for Adam Lynn. A three-run home run by Lynn. The Mariners are just pouring it on. And it's now the Mariners 16. That's right. The Mariners 16. And San Diego nothing. And we're only in the bottom of the fifth. The pitch swung on. Ground ball to Seeger at short. He's got an underhand flip to second for one. The throw to first low. Picked in time by Adam Lynn. And this ball game is over. The Mariners win it 16 to 4 over the San Diego Padres. They sweep San Diego. Don't call it a comeback. The 2 2. Lobbered high to the video wow. board in left field. This is up to the Western Metal Supply Building on the second deck. Deho Lee absolutely killed that pitch. Three run home run from Deho Lee off the bench. And the Mariners are suddenly in this ballgame. It's 12 to 7. Padre, the 1 1. Swing and a line drive right field. It's in there for a base hit past Rosales. Aoki comes around to score. Here comes Gutierrez. He crosses home. First to third. Cano slides in. He's safe. Seeger has plated another two runs. He's driven in five of the Mariners' nine runs tonight. And this comeback might be a real thing here in San Diego with two outs in the top of the seventh. It's 12 to nine. Padres. You know, I don't think I've ever been a part of anything like that. That was uh, that was incredible. The um, 
the fight was the fight was pretty special. The three-two, Lee swings, hits a slicer into right field for a base hit. Cano scores. Seager into second base. He's held at third. Dayholdy has driven in his fourth run in two at bats, and he has brought the Mariners within two runs with two outs in the top of the seventh. This was once a 12 to 2 game. It's now 12 to 10, Padre. We kept battling. You know, it says a lot about this team, a lot about this offense, a lot about the guys on the mound. We keep battling in a game when you could pretty much roll over and you know, he took advantage of anything they gave us. Day Holdy is the tie and run. He's in second. The pitch to Romero. Swing, high drive, slicing right center field, and a base hit. It's in front of Jay. Here comes Lee, comes around. Lee rumbles across the plate, and this game is tied. Effort. I mean, Cruzy's bat was 10, 11 pitches, and you know, guys behind the order kept on getting on, and you know, it led for a for a chance for me to get on. I never got on with the knock, and everything was with two outs. So, you know, when you can string together a couple good at bats and, and knocks, you know, anything could happen. The 0-1 swing, flare, center field, the Mariners lead. Sean O'Malley has made this a 13 to 12 game with two outs in the top of the seventh inning, and you can knock them all over with a feather. This is happening in San Diego. RBI base hit center field, Ionetta scores. The Mariners have come back, they have stormed back, and they lead it 13 to 12. The 0-1. Swing, line drive, off the glove of Romero's a shortstop, can't handle it. Here comes Romero, steams around third, Romero comes home to score, and the Mariners lead it by two. It's 14-12 to at the top of the seventh. Everybody's getting hits, this time it's no. The stretch and the 2-2 on the way. Swing and a miss, strike three, and the ball game is over. The Mariners win it 16-13 to tonight here in San Diego. Their largest come from behind victory in the history of the franchise. The Mariners were down 12 to 2, down by 10. They scored five in the sixth, nine runs in the seventh. What an improbable comeback, an amazing comeback tonight. It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro.